Happy Leadership Lean In live recording, everybody. I want to just mention before we jump into the recording that this lunch is sponsored by our dear friends at ARC. And uh, we're so thankful for ARC Association of Related Churches and Pastor Chris Hodges, Pastor Greg Surratt, Dino Rizzo, and so many amazing uh, leaders, um, not just in Birmingham, but really all over America and all over the world. And it's a church planning movement. And uh, we're, we're grateful to be in relationship with them. And they always are a huge part of everything we're doing at Zoe. And I just want to encourage you, if you are looking to plant a church, there is no one greater to be connected to than the ARC. So let's clap and thank ARC, Pastor Dino, and everybody for their leadership. All right. Are you ready to go? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Leadership Lean In. Let's make some noise. We got a live audience. Wow, my God, our fourth ever live recording for Leadership Lean In. Numero cuatro. You know, um, we're a small nation, but we're a mighty nation. Mighty. The lean, leaner nation. Mm -hmm. And it blesses me when people say, a few people during conference have said this, I'm a leaner. And it's kind of our tagline, I'm a leaner. But our whole podcast, uh, Pastor Earl, is just about leaning into the subject of leadership right. just to try and get a little bit better. One of our taglines is, I cannot promise perfection, but as always promised progress. Love like I'm that. just trying to get a little bit better. I love it. And none better to learn from than you. And I just, I adore, I think the world of you, I said it earlier, I think you're classy, I think you're excellent, I think you're kind, I think you're faith-filled, and you're dang good looking. <laughs> you and your wife, clap Come for, on. Come on, clap for Pastor Come Earl, on. just a... Can I get an amen from my wife? My wife loves Michael B. Jordan, okay? Let me just say <laughs> that right now, okay? So we started doing a little bit of boxing on Fridays because she wants me to look like Michael B. Jordan. That's how deep this goes. <laughs> At our house. So. She, ma she makes you go boxing to she's, look like yeah, Michael she's B. she's like, let's watch Creed. I'm like, why do you want to watch Creed, honey? <laughs> you don't like, do like you ever come home and she's watching Creed by herself? Like, you're like, That's never happened, <laughs> but I'm going to check the cameras. <laughs> it's probably going on. How good was that bit last night when Rich was like, I got 25 cameras. I'm like, that's a good dad. That's, that's just a, being a good dad. I agree. I agree. I tell cameras my kids everywhere. Like, even if they're not even working. I'm like, when I'm, I'm watching you. When I'm bored, I just watch my cameras. <laughs> you do? You just watch them. Lean in. I'm, le yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a leader. <laughs> You're a leaner. Um, you have, um, you know, established and built something that's just pretty tremendous. Oh, you're kind to say and that. And to see your new building and what you're doing and all over Dallas and even outside of our, our country, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, when did you, like around what age, when did you realize that you were a leader? And when did you start to, to start to like grab a hold of the responsibility of being a leader? Like, that, do you remember like how old you were? That's a great question. Um, I remember coming out of the womb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, great, yeah, great, yeah, We're wow. going back there. Uh, no, that's a great question because I even feel like, now I feel like I at least embrace it because you need to, right? Everyone who's yeah. in the room listening to this, you gotta embrace. I am a leader, which means there's someone looking at my life, that I'm influencing that person. Yes. That's true for all of us. Yes. But when would I have actually embraced that? That's a great question. I remember being, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I remember being young mm. and like, you know, the 11, 
12 years old. I always had really big feet, okay? So my, I, like, at, at age 10, I wore a size 10. At age 11, I wore a size 11. Age 12, I wore a size 12. 13, and then it stopped. So I thought it was going to be like 6'5", you know? <laughs> and then I wouldn't be here. I'd be playing for the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> but that dream got, got dashed. With that being said, I, don't, I was never like the person that everybody was necessarily coming to. Mm. Um, but I do remember my mom speaking words of life over me. Mm. I do remember that. Mm. One thing she said, this is an old Edwin Lewis Cole quote, Ooh. okay? This is back in the day. She would say, don't let anyone else build your world for you because if wow. you do, they will always build it too small. Wow. So that's my mom. You know, we were raised, we were in the inner city. She's a single mom, but she was speaking those words of life over me even at a young age. Yeah. I remember going to my church and I got saved when I was like seven years old, gave my heart to Christ. They were giving away Cheetos and stuff for kids that gave their life to Jesus. So I was like, man, sign me up. So I gave my life to Jesus, got Cheetos, did it every single week. Man, I got saved every week. Eventually I understood what I was doing. But in our church family, the men in the church, the women in the church, pulling me aside, wow. speaking words of life. So I'm trying to remember, again, I love that question because I don't know when I embraced it. I know mm. at least in high school, I went to a high school, again, I was in the inner city, but I went to a high school that was on the other side of town. That was, I was like one of, you know, three minorities in the school, mm. right? And so it's all white kids. Um, most of them are well off. Not all of them are well off. And I'm learning and seeing a whole nother mm. part of life, right? Mm. I mean, one kid had an elevator in his house. I'm like, what in the world? How do you have an elevator in your house? I remember I went to a friend's house, and he had his uh, heat on 70. And I was like, <laughs> what? How is your heat on 70? My mom would keep ours at 67. <laughs> She was like, there's no way I'm not doing any high heating bill. So, all, I, but I was just exposed to this, some random that is the, I'm all That is the, the realest right thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like seven, you can wear shorts in the house. I still remember that. Jason Bender was his name. Jason, if you're listening to this, Jason, I love you. And thank you for exposing me to the finer things in life. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my heat on 71 now to this day because to this of that. day. <laughs> To let them know. But I remember, you know, you, you're being exposed and you're around all these people that you feel are ahead of you, have more than wow. you. But I had some stuff that my mom put in me, that my church had put in me. Yeah. Ultimately, obviously, that the Lord had put in me. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I didn't know you could uh, run for student council. I'm going to do that. Wow. So my freshman year, I went for, you know, wow. ninth grade president, 10th grade wow. president, junior president. And I was like... Before Obama, I ran for a president <laughs> and won that thing, okay? If I offended anybody with that, I'm not endorsing it. The leadership lean-in is not endorsing any candidates right now, okay? That was a black joke. So, uh, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I ran. So good. I ran for president one uh, president. So, it was in that time, I think, just the seeds that had been put in me. I would not have been able to articulate it, but there was a, an environment that I was in that was sowing life and strength and fanning the flame in me. So that's why Leadership Lean, this is great. Great church, great being around great friends. It mm. matters because those things that are in you, they start growing properly wow. so you can become who God is calling you to be. Wow. And I'm, I'm obviously not there yet, but at least, at least if I wasn't embracing it, 
it was in me to at least see something come out. And wow. it was really, really special. It's amazing. One of the things that I'm always struck by you is, um, and you kind of mentioned it today, about having a big spirit. And, and what exudes out of your life so naturally is confidence. Where did your confidence come from? Where, you know, obviously your mom has got to play a big part mm-hmm, of that, her speaking, sure. you know, yeah. life over you. Yeah. Talk to me about the dangers of trying to lead and being plagued with insecurity. Because well, I always, always I feel like all of us have a touch of insecurity. For sure. You know, like I was, I was saying to Rich earlier today, like I was embarrassed last night of the sound. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't like the feeling of being embarrassed. I understand that. Yep. And I think there's, there, all of us have triggers of insecurity. You. Yes. All of us are, I think, petrified of rejection. I think, For you know, sure. ab- abandonment. You yep. know, if you're going to be a leader, you're going to be abandoned. Yeah, yeah. How do you, so I think there's a touch of it. I'm okay if you have a touch of insecurity because I think it keeps you grounded. Grounded, yeah. I just, I can't have you plagued by it. That makes sense. You, you, you strike me as someone that has such extreme wow. confidence. That's where, kind. Where does that come from? How do we develop that and get out of our insecurity? Well, I appreciate you saying that because that is not how I would describe myself wow. at all. So I feel like I've got plenty of mind monsters, you know, wow. that I have to work through, process through, deal with, navigate. You know, you're talking about, you know, the sound and I totally get that, right? You're like, man, I'm putting on this conference. Yes. Lord, I want everything to be perfect for everyone. Right. But it can just be, shoot, I'm up here with Chad Veach. I mean, look at his flowing hair, how beautiful <laughs> it is. And I'm bald up here. I have no hair whatsoever. <laughs> look at his mustache. That mustache <laughs> is perfect. And I don't even have a mustache anymore. <laughs> but not that my mind goes there, but you can be in environments yeah. and, in, and in rooms and you're just like, ooh, I don't have that. I don't feel like I'm as good as they are in this mm. in that thing. So I definitely navigate that, feel that. Uh, here's a story. Uh, I played basketball in college a long mm. time ago, right? And uh, we were playing this game. We're down by, oh, I don't know. I think we're down by two points. No, down by one point. And the coach uh, asks me, hey, Earl, what I want you to do, go down, get around your guy, go score real quick so that we can kind of get ahead and keep on going. Uh, so that's the play that's called in the huddle. We come out of uh, the timeout on the court, get around my guy, and then I pass the ball to the corner. Um, my friend, uh, my teammate shoots the shot. He misses uh, the shot. And uh, later on, at, we end up losing the game. After that, my coach pulls me aside, and he's like, why didn't you shoot? Why, why, why didn't you shoot? Well, this is how twisted my brain is. Follow this twistedness here, y'all. <laughs> I don't want my teammates to think that I think wow. that I'm better than them. Wow. So they can't think I'm better than wow. them or more important to, that, to, than, than them mm. if I don't shoot. If I pass it, they'll look at me as a great teammate mm. because I passed it. Mm. But that's not what the coach asked me to do in right. that moment. Right. The coach asked me to shoot it. Wow. But I decided to take on, let my insecurities mm. about what my teammates would mm. think about me mm. determine what I did in that moment. And I wow. feel like a lot of us do this with so much of our lives. Wow. We're so concerned with what our teammates, our friends, our coworkers, our family mm. is going to think about. It's like, you know what? Let me do something that they can't talk bad about, wow. but it's not actually obeying what God asked you to do. Wow. So so I've had to fight through these moments of 
people pleasing, if mm. you will, to say, I can't care more about what Chad or what this room thinks about me than what God thinks about me. Wow. And I've got, I, I honestly, for me personally, I, I have to take the crowns off of my, figuratively, if you will, I'm on my knees mm. saying, God, mm. nothing else can be on the throne of my head or my heart other than you. Wow. So I get on my knees mm. and I actually lay my crowns down mm. and say, if they don't like me, that's not what matters. If you are calling me your son mm. and, and you're well pleased with me, wow. that's all that matters. But this is an actual ritual. This is like in my journal. This wow. is not like, oh, I just did this 13 years ago. This wow. is stuff that I'm still working through, processing through. Yeah. So for you to say you feel confidence from me, I just say thank God for his grace because wow. it's his grace that you're seeing because I feel insecure on the inside, wow. but I've decided to say, God, I'm not going to let my insecurity mm. be the thing that rules my head wow. and rules my heart. So that's kind of the journey that wow. I've been on here, man. And it's helping me. It's helping me. I pray it helps somebody else too. There's too much in you, okay? Wow. There's too much in you. God has too much that he's put on the inside of every single one of you. Mm. And if you're a marketplace leader and your company is not as large as this other company, well, hey, I have no problem with ambition moving forward. Great. Be the best you can possibly be. But do not let your life be crippled by comparison. Great. Don't let your life be crippled. Don't let your confidence be taken away from you mm. because you don't think you measure up like someone else. Someone else's church is larger. Someone mm. else's marriage seems better. Or somebody else seems like they're flourishing in their single life. You're like, I hate my single life. And it looks <laughs> like they're just loving their single right, life. Right. What's wrong with me? God, why can't I love this season? Yeah. But you don't know the things that they're probably processing through and working through, I just say, mm. please, friends, do all you can, whether that's on your face, in prayer, in your Bible study, in your journal writing with mm. a therapist, with your pastor, in your wow. connect group, however you need to figure out how you're going to fight through this, fight through it, because we can't have you passing the ball when you're supposed to be shooting. There's too many opportunities wow. that God has in front of you. Come on. We need you to be who God has called you to be. We need it. So good. It's unbelievable. And you could, you, could, you could feel, you know, and I, I think, you know, great leaders to me have the ability to wrestle through all that stuff. Yeah. You know, and just figure out who they are. Yeah. So much of, of being a leader to me is being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Loving your grace. Yeah. Loving the way God made you. Mm -hmm. I think when you love the way that God made you, you're excited to be the contrast. Oh, like, yeah. Because you add color. You. The, you're different in a good way. Yeah, it's good. It's really good. Rather than wanting to be like somebody, being mm -hmm. a, I'd rather be myself. I, you know, the, <laughs> the last thing Craig Rochelle says on his leadership podcast is such a bar. He <laughs> says, remember, uh, be yourself. People would rather follow the real you than the fake you. Oh, that's great. And that's just, great. So, just, that's just the great. idea of like, man, totally at the end of the day, I'm me. I got to be me. And yeah. the more I'm comfortable in my own skin, the more I can really operate in what God's called me to be. I love that. So that's why I want to ask you about security, because I feel like the reason why you're probably seeing what you're seeing in Dallas and beyond mm -hmm. and traveling the world and preaching. I just watched you preach in a stadium to 60,000 people. Man. And I told your wife, you were the highlight of the whole oh, conference man, for me. Pastor Earl got up out of worship. He's got his Bible out. He starts reading Ezekiel. This stadium just is like shaking because he's like reading 
we're going to prophesy to dry bones. Ah. It's like, <laughs> I was going to charge the field. <laughs> but it, you, you see that flowing out of you. Cause wow. I think you gotta, you gotta spend time wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Through the issues of life. For sure. Talk to me about decision-making skills as mm. a leader and the ability to make great decisions. Cause you know, now you're dealing with big, you got a yeah. budget and mm -hmm, staff mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. you got travel. You got a yeah. big demand on your life. So how would you develop for you as a leader, great decision-making skills? Cause I always get concerned about people's decision-making skills. Yeah, it's an important piece. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that what happens is that we say yes to a bunch of things we re we really don't want to be doing. That's and true. then you live in a world of regret. Where you're like, why did I spend this money? Right. Why am I at this? Th why I am I be here? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How? So the truth there is that your no is more powerful than your yes. It, it is. How it did is. you get good at making such choices? Uh, I do want to go back a little bit uh, to the thing you said about being comfortable in your own skin, because that was really good. And I think it also helps with the decision making. I remember when we were first starting our church. We were sitting with our team of four, <laughs> you yeah. know, all volunteers. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, I'm a nice person. I am. This is not me boasting. Some of y'all aren't nice, okay? I recognize that you're mean people, <laughs> all right? That's not me. Did I'm you nice. Did, did you name names? Yeah, look at this guy. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and it's you, Ted. Nobody in this section. Uh, but, but some people just, they're more like, Rrr. Yeah. You know, just kind of rough around the edges. And yeah. Just kinda, that's not me. I like to laugh. I like to smile. I like to have fun. Um, now, I like to get things done, Yeah. too. But how I'm going to get things done is I'm not going to be the leader that's going to look at somebody and go, you're an idiot, like my coach used to do to me, right? Pull your head out of your Beep. You know, yeah. I thought they were going to do a sound over there. Yeah, I, over yeah, the yeah. Sound. I don't yeah. know we got a beep. I okay. don't know. <laughs> My coach just rip you up one side, down the other. I don't talk like that. Wow. I don't, I don't lead like that. I am someone that is trying to lay down my life. My wife's like this, too. We're trying to lay down our life to help you become all that God has called you to be. Yeah. Or follow our example. We're trying to be like Jesus. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So that's our model for leadership. That is, that's the prism through which we see it. That does not mean we don't make decisions. It doesn't mean we don't yeah. have to, we don't direct culture. Of course, we do all of that. But there is a way that we go about doing it. And I said, guys, you're going to turn me into somebody that I don't want to be. Mm. Don't make me have to lead you in a way that I have to tear you up one side and down the other in order for you to do what I'm asking wow. you to do. Because that's not who I am. You're going to pull me out of my power zone wow. if, you, if you force me in your... Let me think of a nice word. Uh, <laughs> ineptitude. No, just kidding. Uh, if, you don't, if you don't adjust to how wow. I lead, wow. you're going to try to turn me into somebody that I don't even want to be. So, good. so I, saying I'm happy and go lucky and enjoy life does not mean, again, we like to get things done. So talking about decisions, yeah. we try to make the decision before the decision. So wow. there are some things for us that are non-negotiables. Our walk with Jesus is a non-negotiable. Right. right? Us living a life of character behind the scenes. That's a non-negotiable. So it's not that we're perfect, but it's just like, hey, there are some things I don't do. I don't go into an elevator by myself with a lady. That's old school. I 
recognize that unless there's a camera in it and I'm in a rush. If there's a camera, I'll jump in there. But other than that, I don't do that. You're not going to be able to find me one-on-one wow. -on -one with some lady somewhere, wow. just she and I just having a meeting. That You're not going to be able to put that on me wow. because I'm trying to live a life way above reproach that yeah. no one can be able to look at and Great. say anything disparaging about. Am I trying to say I'm perfect? No. I'm not perfect, but I'm just trying to make some decisions before the decision because I don't want to have to deal with the fallout wow. of where were you and why were you doing this? I got Life360 on my phone. My wife knows where I'm at at all times. Wow. I got people that know my calendar more than I know my calendar. So all of that is to say, hey, if we are pastors, which we are, which I am a spiritual leader, which mm. I'm, I can't even believe I'm saying that. It's incredibly humbling. With that, character is the currency. Wow. It's not my gift. My gift is not the currency. Yeah. My character, my walk wow. with God is the Beautiful. currency. So since that's the currency, I got to make sure I keep that in order. There's some movies I don't watch. Again, mm -hmm. this is, I'm not trying to put this on anybody else. I'm just talking about decisions that I know I have to make yeah. before I have to make them. So we have That's common so sense good. media. We're like, hey, let's look this up. What's on here? Oops, we're not going to that one. Wow. So now my 19-year-old son will say, hey, Dad, let's look up common sense before we go to that movie. So I'm like, okay, wow. this, was way, this goes beyond me. Here's my son now wow. starting to make some decisions about his life. What he's going to put into his life so he can hopefully make some right choices Beautiful. in the future. I, I, I feel like I'm a little bit all over the place here. No, I love I, it. I do love the piece of decision making. So for all of us in here, we you have the power with your yes. Yeah. You have the power with your no. Yeah. Um, Last night, we're at this party, you know, uh, at the little after party. It was so much fun. Yeah. I'm just talking to people. I'm just loving it. I told... Um, my wife has said, honey, I'm going to want to stay there until it's over. I know me. So, honey, you got to grab me because I got to preach in the morning. Please, honey, make sure you <laughs> grab me. And she didn't grab me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, where's this story going? Because you were one of the last That's people to leave. exactly right. Because she loves people like me, too. So she's over there just talking to people. And she's like, ah! having a blast and i'm over here like screaming ah! i'm like i gotta preach tomorrow but with all that being said i tried to make that decision wow before we made the decision it didn't work out exactly right but that's okay if my wife said sorry <laughs> yeah. but that, that's okay but i'm trying i know how god has wired me mm. i know my propensities mm. i know how i tend to lean mm. so if you're not great with money you got to make some decisions before you have to make the decision. Yeah, you got to you got to make a decision to go. Hmm, I'm not great. If I go to the mall, I know I'm going to buy everything. So I'm going to leave my phone in the car so wow. I don't have Apple Pay on my phone. I'm going to leave my cards wow. in the car because I just want to walk around with my friends. But if you bring it in, you already know you. Stop playing, wow. okay? Wow. Stop acting like you're going to be different all of a sudden. Right. It's not. You're not going to be different all of a sudden. You are who you are right now. Yes, you can grow. Yes, yeah. you can develop. Yes, you can mature. But all of us have some propensities. So, so let's good. make sure we put some people in our life Amazing. that will help us go into the strengths, go into the place of our power zone rather than operating in the place of weakness. Samson put himself there. Wow. He put, him in a, he put himself in a spot. He's not strong here. Yeah. He's not strong with the ladies, okay? No. If he's with the ladies, Samson, we already read this about you. Bruh, you better get out of this <laughs> quickly. If you are in that relationship, it, you can't go to her house at 2 a.m. 
to pray. You're not strong enough for that, brother, okay? You cannot do that. You don't have that ability. So have some but people pastor, in your life. But, Pastor, we were just going to pray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somehow we and no, We don't get into all that. But I'm trying to make the decision before I make the decision. For our, the, the, the culture of our church matters to us. Like, and culture, I know, it can be a buzzword. But just, you know, how we want it to feel. Yeah. How we want Great. it to look. Yeah. You got a family. You got to have you have a culture in your family. How do you want it to yeah. feel? Great. How do you want it to look? Beautiful. I feel like in our house we actually let our culture s- slip a little bit. Our eight, our 8-year-old, I love her so much. We spoiled her. It was on us. She was our last kid. She's the only girl and it's not been good. Okay? <laughs> We've just given her everything she's wanted. She does not know what to do with the word no. Okay? You hear like, "No." She's like, Whatever. It just goes in one ear and out another. I'm going to get these clears earrings, Dad. You know this. I know this. Just go ahead and give them to me now. I don't know why we're doing this whole rigmarole right here. So I, I we've had to try to take the culture back yeah. in our house to go, man, we're a grateful house. Yeah. We're a kind house. Yeah. I'm trying to make the decision about who I want us to be in our home, yeah. at our church. Yeah. We do care about what happens with the kids. Right. We do care about groups. We do care about people being discipled. We do right. care about people being in love with Jesus. So uh, I, I know, again, I'm saying a lot here, no, but you got to make the decision before you need to make the decision. Yeah. And you got to get clear on that. And if you have to make an adjustment, Make the adjustment. I have yeah. no problem with that at all. Yeah. Uh, I heard, I think I heard uh, Furtick say this. Uh, it's a furniture, not foundation. Yeah. I right. like that. Right. You know, it's furniture. You can move furniture. That's right. It's not foundation. It's That's furniture. Right. So you can move some furniture. So some things need to be moved around, move some things around. But foundation? Right. No, we're keeping our foundation yeah. intact and strong. This is right. who we are. This is what we are about. This is where we are going. That's right. And we're going to continue to do this unapologetically. So good. So good. You know, I always think um, I liked what uh, Rich was saying last night about halt. Hungry. So good. Angry. Lonely. Lonely. Tired. tired. We all relate with that. Yeah. And I think it's always important to invite people in on making decisions with us when they're big life decisions. It's good, You know, so, you know, like you establish your values and your culture and your non-negotiables. I really, really like what you're saying. But I also think it's important as a leader, when I come up a big decision where I know I have always held on to that proverb, every way of a man is right in his own Own eyes. eyes. Yeah. And so when... in my head, man, I'm killing it. <laughs> Aren't I? I'm doing everything perfect. Perfect. Until I talk to my wife. Yeah. I was going to say my wife. She has an all alternative. <laughs> she has an alternate opinion. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, so I think it's important, you know, the Bible says in the multitude of counselors. Well, that's teachability, too. Yeah. That's humility. That's the willingness, no matter how, what level you yeah. are, to say, hey. I might not see it from every angle. Matter of yeah. fact, I know I don't. Help me. Yeah. I want to. I want to hear from you. Need perspective. Yes. Jesus Christ increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and men. Hmm. How do you increase in wisdom? We can probably unwrap that another time. But this ability to, I'm growing right. in this wisdom right. uh, side of things. I want to make sure I am willing to hear. Man, what are you guys doing with your church? Mm. Okay, yeah, we're okay. We might be this old as a church, but and somebody else might be younger. I don't care. What are you doing? I want to learn yes. from you. Okay, my wife and I have been married. It's going to be 26, 27, I think. 
We're about to be married 27 wow. years. Okay. Clap so, for these guys. Yeah, 27 years in. Let's go. So fast. Still smiling. Oh, loving it. Loving it for sure. I mean, we've gone through our rough spots for sure when I wasn't listening the way I needed to. Sorry, <laughs> honey. Uh, but we still like, okay, we want to learn. Yeah. How can we get better? And again, we are far from perfect at all, but teachability, yeah. humility, I haven't arrived. Yeah. I don't know it all yet. But this is where being comfortable in your own skin, I mm -hmm. think, matters again. Because if I have to project to people that I have it all together, right. then it takes a lot of effort and energy for me to always come up with some slick and cool story about how I'm amazing and wonderful. Wow. And it just takes a lot to do that. Instead of walking into a room like, I don't know anything. I'm here to learn. Yeah. I want to grow. I don't know everybody's name. Yeah. I want to know people's names. I want to hear their stories. And it does something that lifts you and yeah. pushes you forward. Sorry to interrupt you, but I think that humility and teachability helps you hear well yeah. some people that are ahead of you and some people that you might not think are ahead of you, but yeah. have some great perspective on your life. Yeah, and I just, I think, you know, again, that's what this podcast and this um Again, we're a small nation, but we are a nation. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's what, what what we're trying to do is just learn. Teach me. It's good. Let's ask questions. Let's think about it from a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. Let's get some insight. Get some understanding so on things. Good. So good. I think that's huge. The last question I want to ask you is about how do you surround yourself with great people? Hmm. You know, I yeah, I see your team. You've hmm. always got great people around you. That's kind. I I believe John Maxwell always says. You know, this is one of his laws, the law of attraction. Yeah. That's good. Birds of a feather flock yeah. together. Yeah. You are who you hang with. Wow. And how do you like everybody wants great leaders around them? Yeah. But I think that's to me, I always look at it as it's for me, the demand first to be great. Yeah. Like how could I, you know, it's, it's kind of the saying, you know, someone that's a five won't attract a seven yeah, yeah, or a yep, seven yep, won't attract a 10. Yep, so yep. the goal is to get to the highest level, mm. walking in our God-given potential, yep. the highest capacity that we could walk yep, in yep. so that we can uh, sur to be surrounded by great people. Yeah. How have you been able to do that? Because I feel like you've always got oh, amazing people around you. That's, well, that's really kind of you to say. And I do feel like these are some wonderful people. I'd love to say it's because I'm awesome, but I don't think it is at all. I think God knows knows how jacked up I am. He's like, I better help this bald guy out. So uh, he put some great people uh, around us. With that being said, um, I do like the NBA, right? And Chris Paul, one of the best point guards of all time. Is he 6'2"? Maybe 6'2". May, maybe, maybe 6'2". LeBron James, he's 6'8". Chris Paul is never going to be LeBron James' height. Right. Chris Paul has maxed out his height. Yeah. There's nothing he can do Correct. to actually be taller than yeah. he is. My issue is I, I don't know what my leadership height potential is. Mm. I don't know if any of us actually know what it is. Mm. So it's a joy to actually see, hmm, if I can get around these people or be read this book or listen to this podcast, could I grow? Mm. Could I grow another inch? Mm. Could I get wider? Could I get taller? Could I? Mm. Hmm. 
Well, let me put it in me. Let me see what happens. Mm. Because we, we don't have some chart, if mm. you will. So I think for all of us here, don't limit yourself about how tall you can be. Right. And just based on the people that are around you. I wondered if you started putting different things in your soul, in your mind, in mm. your heart, if mm. you might begin to grow in ways you never even thought possible. Then the next thing I would say is not just try to put great things on the inside of you. Martin Luther King Jr. said it great. Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Wow. So now so for good. the people around us, we're not trying to say, what can you do for us? Mm. We're asking God, Lord, would you help us to help them yeah. to become all that they have been called to be? Mm. Um, my wife and I would put it like this. We try to be there you are people versus here I am people. Yeah, so good. There you are. You walk into a room. There you are. What's your story? Yes. What's going on in your life? Yes. What's happening in your world? Here I am is... Yeah. Here I am. Right. I'm awesome. I'm amazing. Let me tell you what's happening with me. And we're trying to be there you are, people. And it pulls greatness yeah. out of people. They're like, huh. No one, get, no one leans in like this. Mm. It's not rocket science. Yo, I'm telling you, it's not rocket science. It's not voodoo. It's not magic. No. It's loving people. Yeah. It's what Jesus That's did right. as he walked on the earth here. Everybody wants to walk past blind Bartimaeus. Jesus stops. Wow. Call him. And he calls him. He brings him over. It's, it's, it's this you and I being willing to see people, look at them eyeball to eyeball mm. and say, God put you on this earth for a reason yeah. and a purpose. You might not even know what that is. Mm. Let me help you realize and understand that. And I think that is one of the things for sure that has helped us have some great people around us because we really, really do. But it was not us just going, let me just find great people. Mm. It was us. We want to find the greatness in people. Wow. And as we Hold found on, say that part again. That was that is a real good line. I don't know, man. It just came to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't just trying to find great people. Yeah. We were trying to find the greatness in, in people. people. Wow. And as we were finding the greatness in people, now, again, you're saying these kind things about the people that are around us, but they would say to you, oh, my gosh, when you first met... If, when they first met us, we looked like this and yeah, sounded like yeah, that and yeah. talked like this. Yeah. But we still saw something in them. So good. And it was God goggles, right? It's not wow. because we're great. It was God saying, hey, 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 focus here. Yeah. Look here. Yeah. There's something in this person. Now, we have hurt ourselves when we were trying to believe people up too much. Wow. Where we believed in them more than they believed in themselves. Mm. So you end up putting a weight on them that they don't even want to carry. Yeah. You believe that they can carry it, but they're like, I'm not trying to carry that. Mm. So something ends up dropping. A person can end up mm. dropping. A part of the organization can end up dropping. So that has happened. But Jesus had Judas. <laughs> so I go, we're good. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he got it wrong. I'm just saying not everybody gets it right yeah. as far as all the people that are around the table. Yeah. Not everybody who's at the table makes it all the way to the end. And it's given me some confidence to go, I don't have to be perfect right. in every single interaction with every single person we That's put right. in every single place. Let's just make sure that they got a spot at the table yes. where we're eating with them, pouring life into them, pulling the greatness out Great. of them by the grace of Jesus Christ. 
and then let's see who they can become. Yes. And it's been miraculous and wow. beautiful. And I think you'll have great people around you too if you keep pulling the greatness out of them. So good. So good. Oh, man. It's amazing. Uh, I, listening to you fires me up. Oh, man. I get, I get excited about the potential. I love you, man. Because I do think that's the best way to live. Uh, Henry Cloud was on, uh, I don't know how many episodes, and he just wrote this new book. It's a great thought. He said, you know, God wired us. We have been created by God to trust. Mm. And he says, you think about a baby, immediately when you're born, you're, you you got to trust somebody for protection. Wow for provision yeah everything yeah everything and this is how god and I, I always think the best leaders they're trusting because they see the best in others that is so good and i just i'd rather err on the side of that that's really good than trying to look at everybody like with suspicion yeah and yeah that, that's yeah. that Saul leadership it is not trusting why are they singing that song and again i think it requires a a really big soul and a really big it spirit. Does. And I want to thank you for always leading that way. Thank you. That's what I feel about you too, my Pastor friend. Pastor Earl and I met about 15 years ago on a, a basketball court in Tacoma, Washington. <laughs> it's true. He it's has true. not gained a pound or a hair. <laughs> and I think his vertical is still the same. <laughs> and the way he laughed bit. that night while he hit threes in my face yeah, is the right. way he's laughing right <laughs> he was now. He's killing us the whole night. But um, I love you and we love thank God so for much. you and your wife. Come on, let's clap one more time. And thank Appreciate you, Earl McClellan. I love you for being on this podcast. Love all the leaners too. All the leaners, we love you. Thank you for being at today's podcast. We love you. We love our nation together. Keep leaning in. Again, subscribe to our podcast. Like it if you don't mind, or share a comment, and uh, we'll keep growing and get better together. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.